Hello, hello. Welcome to the Thoughtful Edge podcast. And today I have a very interesting guest today, whose name is Kristina Naumova, and she works now as technical program manager at Google. I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, work with Kristina uh, some time ago in one of the companies we were working on the same project. Uh, she was the QE manager at the time. And uh, like I just uh, recall those times with the uh, pleasure and kindness and uh, with uh, some warm memories, like if we are putting, if I can put it this way. So that's why I decided to invite Christina to my podcast and talk about uh, yeah, her journey, about her role, about the technical program management and what it is in general. So Christina, could you please give us a brief introduction about yourself and maybe sure, tell I, us a bit I... about your current role at technical program manager? Sure, sure. Hi, hi, Dima. Thanks for uh, inviting me to your uh, to your podcast. Um, yeah, as you've said, I'm currently working as a technical program manager at Google, and I've been in this role for uh, I think a little over than five years so far, across like various different companies and through uh, two different countries. I'm originally from Ukraine and now uh, live in the US for almost five years. Um, speaking of role, yeah, technical program manager usually. It's, called like TPM uh, role. It's a person responsible for delivery of some technical initiative. Usually it should be something larger in scale. So it won't be some small uh, feature on the UI. Usually that kind of small, smaller scale project doesn't require, um, don't require TPM, but programs that spans across the organization through different departments. If you're building some complex system where you'd like collaboration of uh, multiple technical teams, uh, sometimes non-technical teams should also be involved to launch this product or new feature. So that's uh, the type of uh, setup that usually require a TPM. But again, this role might be very different from company to company. So kind of person responsible for successful delivery allocation timelines. It's general uh, role description, but uh, specifically to the need of uh, the organization or setup of the company, um, your responsibility might be right. Hmm, I see. Yeah, like it's interesting because uh, uh, technical program manager is something that is like the role is kind of on the rise, I would say. Like there are more and more companies that are realizing the need of this kind of person on board. Like at Kinesa, we're doing the same. We're also looking at hiring more technical program managers across to manage cross-team initiatives or some cross-team uh, projects that uh, involve like the effort from like a lot of people and from different groups as well. Yeah, uh, I'd say maybe was... a lot of companies, when they pass some threshold of size, they come to the need of a little more structure, a little more alignment when the company is no longer like a small startup that just like do the MVPs all the time when it's more settled, I'd say, and the need for uh, more predictability and visibility into how we can build something or deliver comes. Uh, that's when usually like TPM role comes comes to mind of proper management. Someone who can help mm. achieve that. Right. Yeah, I like the word predictability. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, why did you decide to go to uh, this to this position? Like I've like 
you had different experiences before. You had kind of different roles before. Why the technical program manager? What is Correct. your personal yeah. first? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's a match of maybe uh, personal interests, opportunities, and um, technical background that I had anyway. So uh, I have a computer engineering degree. And then I started working as a QA engineer and naturally kind of from QA uh, space, I grew into QA manager and at some point wanted to have a little more uh, maybe scope in, in my vision or the areas of responsibilities that I handle. And at that point, naturally the role of like technical project manager came. So project manager, manager is usually a role in a smaller uh, scale programs, maybe with a little less of cross-team, cross-functional coordination. And then after a few years as a project manager, uh, naturally grew in technical program manager. So I'd say kind of, I've been interested in tech, in computers since I was a kid and my school helped a lot there. We had like a lot of like computer uh, lesson studies. So that kind of made a huge push why I chose computer engineering. Um, as, as a degree. And then being in QA field kind of helped me stay in technical field. But naturally also I'm very, like maybe even to unhealthy degree, obsessed with planning and order and like putting everything in proper buckets. So it's not like kind of, you know, I'm putting like towels by colors or something like that. But I really like to create an order from chaos. I really like to uh, organize people and uh, work with people. So I feel like this, my, you know, maybe first my personality and technical background kind of uh, come, came together in the TPM, in TPM role. So that that's why I'm staying perfect, in this role. Made the perfect life. fit. Made the perfect fit for you personally. At least for me. I hope my colleagues mm. feel the same way, but... <laughs> So far, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, and and it's like it's nice to have this, uh, like ability to categorize everything properly and then put the system in place. This is what a lot of people is lacking, I would say. And uh, this is very good for you that you have this ability. And if we are talking about uh, like your current job at Google, uh, and Google is known for it. Uh, it's rigorous and thorough interview process, and uh, like I know a lot of people try to try to get through, but uh, uh, the small fraction of them actually were able to accomplish that accomplish that goal, getting into the Google. So, what is the what is your successful strategy? What helped you to uh, navigate the challenge to get ready and prepared for the interview, and uh, ultimately? get an offer yeah I'll, I'll admit like the interview process was really challenging and it was very long i know like the span of this whole interview process might be different like from person to person from role to role but for me it took i think six months little over than six months from the first like reach out by recruiter to me to the final offer uh, also, I'd say kind of what started, where it started for me, it's a lot of luck that recruiter reached out to me 
asking if I'm interested rather than I'm trying to like send a resume and even get someone to look through it and validate it and invite for the interview. So even that step sometimes is challenging for huge companies. So uh, recruiter reached out. Then there were total, I think, 11 rounds of interviews. It's usually a few screenings by HR, by technical people, by engineers. Then there is a large, uh, it's called panel uh, session. It's usually five to seven interviews scheduled uh, one after each other, or maybe like split in few days. If it's hard with scheduling, for me, it was just one day and uh, five interviews in one day. Like I think it was 45 minutes each. Uh, and then uh, there are usually some team matches. It's when people from the team that are potentially looking for, for the person to fill in the role talking to you, or there can also be some additional rounds if people are not sure maybe what areas are your main core skills or which domain you might fit better, you might be scheduled additional rounds. So I had kind of both additional rounds and team interviews. Uh, What helped me, it's honestly like doing a lot of homework to prepare for those interviews. So I think it's like, to me, it would be impossible to you know, just to go to the interviews and freestyle with some uh, cases or answers without a preparation and recap of uh, past work or uh, situations I was in. So I really spend a good amount of time like preparing for those interviews, kind of making sure I got into a habit to have a structure in my answer rather than just start telling a very long, endless story about something that was important to me, but really not getting to a point. Um, plus, you need to have a good technical understanding of some technologies or the projects you used to work in the past. So maybe 50% of all rounds are really technical about like system design, engineering. Usually for TPM, there are no coding interviews or algorithm solving. Uh, but system design is usually getting quite deep or conversations about technologies or how uh, you've been helping to solve for some technical challenges on projects you've worked on. So I'd say kind of a good recap of past work, uh, maybe some digging into technology that you didn't really uh, were that deep into, even while working on those projects, uh, plus doing a preparation of different cases you can Google it pretty much. It's called like behavioral uh, interview or sometimes like leadership skills. There are various names to it. But in general, it's more like what person are you to work with? How you deal with a conflict situation or with complex situation or when everything is falling apart, like how, how you behave or how would you behave the next time? So it's to understand whether you're... Um, working style fit into the culture or into the company mm, so, yeah. i see yeah it's it's fascinating like and uh just those numbers like six months and 12 rounds of interviews that's insane <laughs> yeah how did yeah. you how, how, how did you feel the, how did you feel in the process by the way i'd say the whole process i was all right, because I really wanted to try. I think it was a good opportunity. You should, like, I don't know, do do your best to see if you can or cannot. It was like kind of a challenge for me to to try. 
So I was really like focused on preparations, uh, like reading through some materials. So I was very, you know, focused. But towards the end, when there was like one additional round, then like a silence for a few weeks, then another additional round, then silence, then team matches started and silence. So I was really exhausted by this weight. And like the last maybe months or couple weeks, I was already thinking just, I want to hear whatever answer is, yes or no. I just want this wait to be over because it was, you know, you put a lot of time in it. You really wanted right. it, but right. kind of, you need to have an answer, yes or no, whether all your efforts were enough or not enough. It's also, you know, some, some information, right? So you would know, okay, if I try again in a few years or next time, maybe I should try something different or focus on some different areas. But while you're not have, getting a definitive answer, you just don't know <laughs> what to do. And honestly, I really wanted to get that opportunity. And uh, it, it was hard for me to just, you know, I'll forget about it. Whatever would happen, that would happen. So it was, at the end, was exhausting, like emotionally difficult. Mm, I see. Yeah. And those, those long times of like just yeah. sitting and waiting in this uncertainty like and like considering amount of effort you already put in and you're just not sure how the outcomes would be yeah like i can imagine it is tough yeah however uh what do you think like you already mentioned that uh, your skills of being deeply technical and uh, having those natural ability of categorizing everything and bringing systems in place what are other skills you believe are important for the kind of role you're having right now? Uh, I'd say maybe flexibility in communication style. That's really important. You really need to work with a lot of different peoples. Uh, they all have their own like priorities or goals. Sometimes you just, you know, interrupt their normal working process, asking for uh, kind of some additional work for those teams to take or uh, borrow people to help with some part of the system. So you need to kind of learn how to adjust your communication and uh, your working style to different like personalities of people. With some people, it's easy uh, to work with it's just like, can you help there? Yes. So that's the best case scenarios. Uh, but with, uh, with some people, it's more conversation. It's more alignment. It's trade-offs. So you have to be very flexible there. Um, what else I would say? Also, I'd say what I'm trying to do, and I think it helps me to feel like comfortable at the places I work with, is really to prioritize, you know, people instead of like my own maybe goals or my due dates or uh, kind of whether I want to do this or I don't want to do this. Sometimes people just ask for, for, for help. Just uh, an example, one guy from work reached out to me that he was uh, kind of assigned a task of creating, like running a summit for uh, our organization focused on the area that he, he owns. But he was not sure how to how to organize it, where where to start. So 
kind of if I would take just, you know, my job responsibilities and don't go outside of that box, I could have said like, sorry, no, I'm, t- I'm too busy, right? But I don't think that would be the right thing to do. Like you're working with this guy, like he's asking for help. You should try and help him. Doesn't matter that it's not your, you know, it, it's not an impact on your work. It's more work for you. But why not to help other people? And kind of doing this, you know, tiny little things that are not really important at the moment. At the end, it helps you to create a trust with the people you work with, uh, to create a... Uh, you know, like friendly good relationship, good relationship. relationships yeah, yeah. Culture. So, and yeah i think usually when people are doing that intentionally like you know kind of building their career through that it's really noticeable uh so i think it's just my general attitude if someone asks for help you should do your best and help uh and i think at, at the at the end of the day that really create a good environment at work and it's pleasant for you to come come to the office or just to the remote meetings, working with people, because you have you share these tiny little moments of something like personal. So I think that's right. that's that's also important, like building those personal relationships and not just be focused on success, impact, work goals, etc. Awesome, awesome. No, I like that very much. And I also believe that as more you give, as more you got. Like there is no limits to that in helping people and uh, like just even some small advice that might be not noticeable for you might made uh, a huge deal for somebody else and then they will definitely appreciate that as well. And I like the point about uh, using a different language for different people as well. Like it is yeah. something that uh, I also learned at one point and I've read somewhere that it's like not uh, like changing yourself in favor of other people, but it's just using like an adapter like you go to another European country, use a, a different like power socket. You need you need to use adapter to be able to use the network, yeah. uh, and the same as with people. Like different people require different approaches, and uh, yeah, they would exactly. appreciate if yeah, and they would definitely wish, will appreciate that as well. And it's noticeable too. Also, you honestly, you never know what other people are dealing with right now or going through, so. Even if someone is being maybe rude, I don't think you should right away, you know, pull the trigger, escalate somewhere or take and like get offended by, by that. You just might think that maybe something is wrong. You should try to work it through in kind of, uh, I think, smooth way rather than, than start, start a fight. So I'm always trying to, you know, have a different perspective, like maybe... Maybe something else is going on, like we're, we're not just our work, right? So you should always consider that. Exactly, exactly. And like, you can just look at yourself. Like, for example, when I'm tired and like, if something bothers me, like, I wouldn't be that kind to other people either, like, because I cannot even be kind to myself at those moments. So what, what, to, expect yeah. from, what to expect from everybody else? Uh, yeah, very good points. Uh, just yeah, very, very a lot of wisdom in those words too. So, uh, you worked at different companies before, like uh, Discovery, Warner Brothers, and uh, now you're at Google. Uh, how your previous experiences uh, shaped your approach to 
like whatever you do now to management to uh, like working with people uh like what are those unique perspectives you gained from those previous jobs you had yeah it's a great question it's actually hard to maybe you know separate it specifically like i'm grateful to like discovery for like this specific skill that now i know how to work with stakeholders or i don't know how to right. communicate risks but quite often at my job i notice that i'm facing some situation and i kind of just i know what what to do because i had a similar situation i don't know like 10 years ago mm. and at that time i didn't know what to do I tried maybe something, it didn't work. I tried something, it didn't work. And then I come to this like third option, it worked. So I kind of just know what to do. So it's really interesting to observe yourself through the experience that uh, obviously there are unique situations and challenges at any new job, but sometimes situations are the same and you just know what to do or you're less stressed or just you see it's it's really bad but you already went through that so you wouldn't be that kind of lost or 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 stressed about it this time so uh that was really interesting and even some things that i thought probably i would never ever need this that still kind of comes comes to the plate so when i was a qa manager uh I really hated to write down like job descriptions for like to hire people to, to mm -hmm. our team. Mm -hmm. I thought there that kind of, I would never need this skills in like technical, technical fields, but it's still like coming over and over. Like even as a TPM, sometimes you have direct reports. Sometimes, sometimes you don't, sometimes you manage the team. Sometimes you don't, but honestly kind of, Writing job description, it keeps coming. So I'm glad that I passed, you know, this anger denial phase back then. And now I'm just, okay, I just have to do it. And I'm not spending a lot of time on it. Or things like budgeting and business travel. Also, I thought like, why would I ever need it? Mm -hmm. And now when I'm asked, like, put the budget, I, I know what template I should use. I know what structure I should put. So it's really like 10 minutes job for me. So it's not, I'd say, core skills, right? But it's tiny things that you already did back in the past and they're coming along together and like helping you to be, to be faster or to be more efficient. So that's, that's interesting to observe. Okay, yeah. So actually each role shaped your experience in some way. Totally, yeah. And, uh, and uh, like now you just leverage all of those small tricks and... Uh, yep uh small things that you already did yeah okay um something something similar happened to me by the way as well like uh like i started to doing interviews like maybe a second year of my career and like uh, i didn't understand why i do this either i like it or not but then as more of that started to come like i realized oh i like it like i like talking to people <laughs> I like like learning from their experience, like even though if it's just some screening interview and I need to give a brief uh like review from myself about that person or whatever. Uh yeah, yeah cool, cool. So and you already mentioned that uh while working 
uh, SQA leads, you also was you also were establishing key teams and uh, leading people. And uh, is there anything from key experience that you extensively use right now besides of the job description uh, composition? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I'm not sure there are really maybe core skills I can right away uh, recognize, but what definitely comes along like in current role from QA experience is, you know, a perspective of engineering team on what TPM is doing. So I remember like sometimes uh, people in TPM role and the project manager role, sometimes they like to establish processes for the sake of processes without really just because it's written in some framework or is just a recommendation from somewhere that teams should follow specific procedure. Um, and those people, they probably believe in that and being in the engineering team, I remember how annoyed everyone was with that approach or I realized what type of questions or behaviors from managers might irritate people. So kind of that, that helps when I'm now a little more on the kind of management side again, whether it's people manager, whether it's like project manager, uh, I kind of have that perspective and I'm trying to avoid uh, those types of behaviors or, you know, formalizations. Uh, TPM can't avoid, unfortunately, bugging people. And I realized how annoyed engineers or leads might be about the questions of timeline or like risks. It's It feels sometimes like a micromanagement, but it shouldn't really be like that. So kind of having an optics of being on that side of the engineering, I think it helps me frame maybe questions or communications with engineering team um, a little more efficient than, than, than it would be without mm. that experience. Mm. Yeah, good point. So you now can address those questions beforehand, before the questions will rise, because you know what the questions would be, and like your communication might be more more wide, for example, or contain more details or uh, some like perspective that are not visible on some levels. Let's say, right, for yeah, the yeah. individual contributor, they might not be aware of what is going on in the company and. Like, but you are building a framework that will bring all teams together, for example, or will provide some more uh, metrics to the leadership. And uh, like, if you don't know, if you don't see the whole picture, this that thing might uh, mean nothing to you. And like, you might think about that. Oh, what is? <laughs> why yeah, are we doing yeah. this? It's not. It's yeah. not important. Like, there is no purpose in that at all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and uh, moving on then, so looking back at your career journey, do you have anything you regret and you would do differently, like uh, knowing everything you know right now and like uh, uh, went through everything you went through already? Mm, that's probably a hard question. I don't think I would change anything in, you know, maybe actions I did because even some maybe conflicts that I had that also like an experience that I'm currently using and I'm really glad about the place where I am right now so like I think 
you know, this butterfly effect. Like if I change anything there, then I might not end up here. But right. I feel like at the beginning, especially of my career, I was very stressed about every tiny little thing. So if I would say anything to myself, it's like be be less stressed. So these things, it, it would be solved. So don't worry about that that much. So maybe that is something I, I regret because I was really, really kind of stressing out about many small things uh, back then. Mm. Well, what yeah, else? nice, nice, nice <laughs> advice to yourself, right? Relax. <laughs> yeah, not relax, will... but don't, do, yeah, don't do that to yourself. So yeah, mm. don't be, don't be that worried and don't be that stressed out because of those some small tiny things that are not like coming together, but it will ultimately uh, resolve and like you will ultimately get to a better place. Yeah, 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 true. And also I was maybe like a little like too hard on myself. Like at the beginning again of the career, I thought that I should have all the answers. I should know how to deal with every situation. And if I don't, I was like thinking that probably something is wrong with me. Blaming yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, something yeah. something like that. And I'm glad that I had really great like people around. I think that's my luck. Through my career, I had an amazing teams and, and people working with me and, and great managers. Uh, they were saying that this, like, don't be that worried about it. It would come. It's called an experience, right? So that's why kind of people are getting more experience. They are less stressed. They know how to deal with more, the wider range of situations. So it, it would just come. So kind of due to your best mm. abilities and you would you would learn and you would you naturally grow. So I mean, I think yeah. at some point it's I started to see that, okay, they were right, probably. <laughs> no, I totally agree. The supportive environment is just crucial for everything you do. Like, yeah. there are people who are, like, ready to give you advice, like, to calm you down and, like, uh, support in whatever you do. Like, it is so, so important. It is hard to Is there anything you that. regret in your career? Uh no, I don't think so. Like I have the same uh, perspective and the same opinion as you just outlined. Like very resonates with myself. Like I also believe that if I would change anything there in the past, like I'm not sure that I will be in that place where I am now. But I like the place where I am now, so I don't want to change anything. Hence, I don't regret anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, the, and I also was recently asked the same question. By the way, what what would you recommend to yourself? Uh, like being now here, what do you recommend to yourself in the past? And I would give myself the same advice as you just did <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> for yourself too. Just, yeah, just calm down. Like everything will come and don't be that stressed out. Like you, you are moving in the right direction and uh, everything will, uh, will come. It's in its time when it is time and when it is place. Like just don't worry about that and uh, do the best in your current place. And that's it. Uh, yeah, and probably the last question I've had, uh, uh, maybe uh, a bit similar to the previous one. What is the main lesson you learned from your career journey? Is there anything you can uh, uh, recommend or suggest to the person who is just starting in their career in tech and uh, looking forward to some of the achievements and successes and uh, trying to understand 
what are the good way of approaching that? Um, that's an interesting one. Mm, it's maybe two things. They're probably not very specific, but I really think those are the most maybe two important things uh, things uh, for me that that really helped me. Uh, so putting aside that, like to be in an engineering field, you need to have some good engineering understanding. So that's like a default, it's something you, you can't avoid. You have to know those things. Uh, I'd say the first thing is kind of put people first, not your personal goals or your personal success. So kind of when, when you have a great team, you can do way more than just by yourself. And uh, this whole journey would be way more pleasant when you're surrounded by great people you can rely on and, 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 and that support each other. So I'd say that's the first thing. Uh, the second one, this is probably depends on personality, but I'm that type of personality. I think if some opportunity comes to you, you should really put all your efforts into trying and, and, and doing something for this opportunity. For, for example, like the recruiter from Google reached out to me. I was busy at the time. We were planning some time off. So kind of there was a big kind of idea to maybe just pass on it plus on confidence. But I decided, okay, this is, this is an opportunity. I should do all I can to try it and let's see how it ends, how it ends. So, and that's not the only case. I think that's why I was able to get some good opportunities at work, interesting projects. It's because when I was asked for help or offered to try something, I was usually saying, yeah, let's try and was figuring out on the go rather than just saying, oh, pass because I'm, I don't know, too busy or something. So obviously there should be a healthy balance, not saying like yes to everything, but when it comes to opportunities that resonates with you or something you were thinking about as some abstract idea and a tiny, tiny, tiny opportunity that can get you closer to it comes, I think you should, you should go all in on that and, and try it. So. I think those are two things. Amazing, amazing. Resonates with me a lot. Like, I would give the same advices. <laughs> High five. <laughs> okay. So, thank you so much, Christina, for coming. It was very insightful and interesting conversation. And, uh, uh, it is. Yeah, thanks, uh, for, thanks for having me again. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah, big pleasure. Christina Naumova. People-focused leader. Thank you so much. <laughs> See ya.